Hello, I am Samantha Tomlinson. And I'm Kevin Tracy. Welcome back to Movie Reel, folks. So, um, <laughs> if you listened to our last one, so you probably, I think we said in that one, we were having, we could talk but couldn't record, and this week... And we, we couldn't, we could talk, we could record but we couldn't talk. We, we literally spent a good, I want to say two and a half to three hours just trying to get our stuff to work. I think, well, I think about an hour of it was trying to get it to work, and the other hour was talking on the phone, talking about other movies, and then, um, like, making fun of Ice Fantasy. Yeah, which, I, I'm not doing that for this podcast. Why? It's 62 episodes of <laughs> a Korean drama that I don't remember what happened, We've watched, I watched two episodes of that with my roommates, and we couldn't even figure out what was going on. I just like the part with the fake sheep. That was one scene, <laughs> and you could find a gif of that, probably. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, who knows? Um, so you you want to watch an entire series based entirely on a singular scene. Yeah. Isn't that... Uh, I, I feel like I've seen... I make that decision a lot. Oh God! No. Well, what are we talking about today? Uh, we are talking about the Oscar-nominated movie 1917. Uh, we we just recently saw this, and this was a fantastic movie. I I was glued to this movie from beginning to end. So 1917 has about. 10 Oscar nominations. Um, uh, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> which, oh my God. It's my bet. It's, I think it's winning best picture. I think it's going to win best director. And I, I bet it's best cinematography. I'm trying to think of what other movie has, I haven't seen, I don't think I've seen every single best picture or best cinematography movie, but I, I would be very, very shocked if this doesn't win. I mean, I literally the, all the ones that I've seen that are nominated for Best Picture we have coincidentally covered on this show. That being Joker, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and now 1917. I mean, I don't know. Maybe the cinematography in Irishman or or Marriage Story is amazing. Who knows? Yeah. Um. I guess we'll. Whatever. Isn't uh? Isn't Jojo Rabbit also nominated? It is. Yeah. Yeah. I I really wanted to see that. That looked really funny because I I love Taika Waititi. I I loved um. What we do in the shadows that that is oh that's hilarious. him yeah and he he also plays as the um the the vampire who's like the who's like in love with the woman who's like now in a retirement home because he he got there too late is he um is this in the movie or the show the movie I don't know if he's directly connected to the show or not I haven't actually seen the show yeah. Um, um, but I, yeah, no. I, I want to watch the movie, and I know that Mark Hamill is going to apparently be in the show. So yeah, I, I heard know. about that too. So I'm, I'm really now. I really want to see the the show because the movie is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and for those of you who not know what we're talking about, Into the Shadows is literally a mockumentary of a group of vampires in Australia going through their daily lives, and it's kind of like an a comedy kind of similar to uh, The Office. Um, there are vampires and vampires exist in this world as well as like vampires and other stuff like that. But the general public is 
like do, isn't aware of their existence and it's just really funny of how they go about their daily lives like oh yeah so we always try to like bring people over for a bite to eat <laughs> see what i did there and then they just eat their dinner <laughs> guests that happens but that that line happens like like not word for word but like pretty similar it, it's it's really funny because um. <laughs> like, at one point like they have like this like ancient vampire in their basement just called and they just call him peter and they're like dinner guests like gets out of there it's like oh man we got him now it's like and then peter just shows up jumps out of the bush and just like tackles like oh shit who lets pizza out um yeah the director for yeah he uh how do you say his name it's like taiko watiti taco yeah he's he's just become a rock star ever since uh thor ragnarok yeah which that, that was a really fun movie um yeah, and yeah, so I'm assuming, okay, maybe he would maybe win if he's nominated for Best Directing, but I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit, so I can't judge that. Um, but yeah, so 1917, um, which is the movie we're talking about today. So this takes place in about, it's about a day, little little less, little more, no, a little yeah, less. The, yeah, the, the entire time frame takes place, like, within 24 hours, roughly. And, um... It takes it's so it's te- it specifies in the beginning. This is April six, and I looked on IMDb after so that April six is the day that I guess the U.S. like declared war. Like that was when they started to join. Yeah, um, I, I admittedly know very little history, like the specific details about World War One. I. I, I mainly know that the U.S. like we didn't enter the war until like the last three months of it. <laughs> No, we we were yeah no we were there like so late. By the time we were there, it's just like, well, whoever we join is basically gonna win because both sides were completely devastated, uh, both resources and personnel wise. That is like, yeah, no, we, like we were pretty much there to just make a final push, and we did, and that was it. That was the end of the war. <laughs> I I like World War One. Um, I think it's. I mean, World War Two is definitely interesting for sure. But I think most can agree that a a major player, a major reason World War II was super uh, infamous is because of ho- the Holocaust and Hitler. Um, yeah. Which is its well, own yeah, the- mess. It's messed up and fascinating as like any war, any anything related to war. But World War One, I, I think, is just so interesting because the whole goal of it is to it's such a different type of war. There has been, yeah. it's, I mean, it is the first world war. There has been no type of war like this. The entire goal of it is to end it as quickly as possible. So yeah, no, th- this, yeah. this war pretty, yeah, it pretty much set the stage for like all modern types of warfare. Tanks, they, machine yeah, they, guns. Even, uh, even though they yeah. mixed it with like ancient, like not ancient, but like, warfare for that time like they still had like cavalry charges into like machine gun nests like oh like they were mixing old tactics with new technology and just getting completely devastated through that and it was just a really interesting way because the entire war was just a constant case of one upsmanships like oh like we developed a uh, uh, lethal gas like well we mm-hmm. developed a uh, uh, gas masks didn't people like go insane yeah, no, it, it Which was is not so, like a I mean, war. <laughs> I feel like the two wars where I hear, I feel like any war really you can, but I feel like the two wars that I hear the most of people, like the 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 
in having mental issues after World War One and I guess Vietnam, which Vietnam has become, I mean, all jokes. I mean, it's become kind of cliche, honestly, yeah. with the with the like Vietnam flashbacks. But it yeah, but it, in it reality, became like, a stereotype. But it was based in reality. Yes, but yeah, World War One was. A, a extremely devastating war and they fully showcase that like front and center in this movie of these two armies that like these, these two like groups of people like germans and uh british uh we don't we don't really see like any french in this movie or like very little but um it, it's pretty much like whenever you see like the germans or the british like primarily the british they absolutely hate being there and all they're doing is just sitting in a trench and they even just talk about it's like oh what's next we're gonna push forward and capture a hundred feet of land fantastic and we only lost a thousand men oh yeah that sounds like a good trade-off there it's interesting um yeah so this this whole movie though is in is an interesting war movie because it's not just like uh it's not some like there are definitely themes and uh messages that i saw in it but it's not really it wasn't really about that it was just simply about these two soldiers having to go across enemy territory in no man's land which is open space as well as any you know whatever horrors are there to get a message it's that like yeah when they cross no man's land that was when i like fully like realized like this is going to be like a, a beautiful movie to watch. I mean, that, that is a weird thing to think about when they're crossing no man's land, because that is such a horrific sight. Like they're literally crossing mm-hmm. over dead horses and dead bodies and like all these like scorched and burn marks and crossing through the, these like mazes of, uh, 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 razor wire. And yeah. Fences. So, just, um, yeah, it, it, it was, everywhere and it was just like this is such a cool shot to look at and i I remember they spent so much money oh my uh, god yeah like like Um, so much money of their budget like just went towards creating like the battlefields and like the huge like expanse where they were filming because the sets that they made were like i think they were just like made like in real like in like in locations there and they just like like, brought in like all these like ruined like artillery tanks like our like artillery shells and uh cannons and like busted up tanks it's just like this looked so authentic and so real because it was and it's just this is such a really cool like movie visually to to watch and to listen to because of how much uh detail that they put into it yeah and um there there was a i was watching this the other day there was a it was on it was on it's on YouTube. It's basically about like how nineteen seventeen able to capture this in what looks like one single shot. And yeah. they talk about so it was months and months of prep because for like choreography and blocking and rehearsal on top oh, of that. Oh, I, I can believe that. Yeah. yeah. And I will we'll yeah, we'll get more into that in a second, but like um as well as like the yeah, the production, like they built a mile they dug a mile of trench and they like they built for pretty much every location because they do not use the same location twice um i will say the beginning and the end it's supposed to be like a full circle and they're like similar they're similar locations but they are different places and like they built um small sets of each place just to 
get like it was an insane endeavor and uh didn't mention this before but i also found out that um so the um the cinematographer for this was the one who he I, i'm facing on his name he won the oscar he did the cinematography for blade runner 2049 oh yeah which, i still need to see that which we have to do that movie's Oh god, it's so good. I'm, yeah. I'm iffy with the first Blade Runner. I don't really know what happened in that movie, or I know what happened, did, but I didn't. did. You fall asleep or something? No, it just it just went over my head. I had no idea what was going on, and part of okay. that I blame myself for because I was rushing to watch it because. Um, oh okay. Our so one of our teachers in college offered extra credit for if you go see the new It and watch the original it or go see the new blade runner and watch the new blade runner. And like, you had to write a paper on it. And I'm like, well, the original, it's a mini series. I'd have to yeah. purchase it and go out of my have way you, rather than watch a movie. And have you, have you still not seen the original it with Tim Curry? I, no, I want to, I just didn't want to watch until after I've seen the new movie, which I know is kind of you, you've expressed your opinions to me about it. I just kind of don't want to, I, I don't know what happens and I kind of want to keep it that way. Okay, that's fair. Um, but um, anyway, so yeah, I did 2049. And and everybody, I watched the movie. I watched the first Blade Runner. I had really, no, I just, I don't know. I, it just went right over my head. And then I got told after, yeah, it's kind of a movie you got to watch a few times before it yeah, sinks in. I, I like, I, okay. I, yeah, I've heard the same thing. I admittedly haven't seen Blade. I, I saw it once, like a long time ago. And I honestly don't remember fully what happened i i do remember like some like the stuff that happened like there's like the theory that oh like oh he, uh harrison ford was a replicant this whole time yeah. and then there's like and there's like a different version where like there's like a scene in that where oh like he wasn't a replicant and this is that scene was the evidence so just and it's all yeah it entirely matters which version of the movie you've seen like there's the final cut there's the director's cut and there's like the theatrical cut yeah it's, like, it's a little remember which one i saw <laughs> it's a little problematic because um I, we will you know we'll, we'll do a blade runner episode and we'll talk about it more but um yeah it was definitely like there were uh director decisions versus actor what the you know what Harris Ford wanted slash things certain things didn't quite make sense I don't we should we'll we'll get into it uh eventually but yeah. um but, but yeah uh, so the cinematographer for 1917 did 2049 and I remember my mind whole 2049's phenomenal um if you haven't seen it honestly even if you haven't seen the first Blade Runner I think you could probably follow the movie. Um, yeah. it's, it's pretty solid. But anyway, um, yeah, from, from what I heard, it's like a pretty much a self-contained movie just takes place in the same universe after the event, like what, like 30, 40 years after it, the events. Yeah. Of the first and you one. get enough information that you can watch the movie other than, you know, okay, Harrison Ford and this woman had kind of a relationship in the movie. That's all you really need to know. And you get that in the movie. But anyway, um, yeah, so the cinematography, of course, for that was amazing. So when I found out that it was the same cinematographer, I was like, oh my god, that's cool. I had <laughs> just watched a video on it. Um, so anyway, yeah, the the 1917 was an insane endeavor. And um, it all kind of goes back to the fact that the cinematography really in kind of, inca I mean, it was probably going to be an endeavor no matter what. It's a war movie. Yeah. But the I didn't the cinematography cinematography is not there is no easy task. 
Um, oh no, the, movie this movie making. was. But, they, they they put so much effort into this movie that it it it, it blew me away because I was it got to a point where I was watching the movie trying to like I was like okay when are they going to make the cut for like the next scene and I, I I kept focusing on that and then like having to like split my focus between like the actual story of like what was going on and like waiting for like the next cut I was able to like. I was still able to like fully enjoy the movie for what it was and like what was going on. And also like a side note, I, I really liked this movie because even though it's a war movie, it doesn't really focus like on the war. Like it doesn't glorify the war. Like yeah. a lot of like, war movies, yeah. which I thought was really cool. Cause I thought like, Oh, this is going to be like a dramatic, like action movie going into this. Which like, is what no, a lot of war like, movies yeah. are. Yeah. Like I was expecting like two men against all odds. Yeah. Territory to deliver a message, otherwise an entire battalion is going to get destroyed. And that goes Will all the way. Will they make it? You yeah. find out. <laughs> and that goes all the way back to the cinematography. So I remember it made me. Th- I thought about this after I think either during or after I saw the movie. I remember. I don't know if you remember this when um, in our screenwriting class, uh, junior year, when we watched yeah. The Graduate, and I remember for me, we were watching it for the story. But for me, yeah. I remember I was the most blown away by the cinematography. And I remember making a comment. Go away, my cat. <laughs> um, I made a oh, comment. Oh, that's so not professional. <laughs> I made a comment. I mean, she's nice and I love her, but shh. Um, Get out I, of here. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, I made a comment. So you made a comment, yeah. Saying how we were all talking about how certain characters if this was any other movie certain characters would have had more of a role or they would have even just we would have explored what's going on in their heads a little more and i remember being the one saying well think of the cinematography the cinematography seemed to focus mostly on ben so it kind of made sense why it didn't focus on any like i kind of made some comment about the cinematography tying with the character and the story and no one really responded to it and the teacher was just like okay like i'm like am i really am i insane for thinking that and then watching 1917 i had realized it's kind of the same thing because i feel like if this was any other movie yeah if this was if this was different director different cinematography it would have cut between our two soldiers and maybe the group that they're trying to go get the message to it would have shown ahead of time what they see like the cinematography was really truly it it definitely was a kind of a defining element in this movie because it told the story. It was trying to be, keep it like, you know, have us one like POV, like have yeah, one, I, one person's perspective. I, I, and I really like that because part of me was thinking like, Oh, are they going to like show like some, like the Germans perspectives like during this war? But it's like, no, it, it, the entire movie literally focuses on, on just these two guys. And, and that's it. I thought that was like a really fun. Yeah like easy narrative to follow along. Um, I, and I started, I, I just, yeah. oh, sorry, you go. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was just, it was just really fun watching these two guys because from at first they, they are two very different people. Like one of them is kind of like kind of naive. And in, from what I gather is like kind of new to, to this or like hasn't really yeah. seen like that much combat. And the other guy, he's been in there for, for, months and months yeah. and he's like he's like got a medal he he had like a medal and like he he traded it off he's like oh no it's useless it's just a piece of like 
tin and ribbon and um i think he, he's just he's just yeah. very much a pessimist as like no i've i've seen that like what goes on here like i've seen like what's going on you don't know shit about this war so and like yeah, I, yeah it, it was just it was just really cool kind of seeing like the two different points of view of this war from two different characters yeah so um the very so the very beginning we have our two main characters they're just kind of sitting sleeping relaxing by a tree your sergeant comes over and says, like, like, hey, we need you. Like, the general wants to see you guys. And he's like, and he tells him, pick, like, pick somebody. And so our, I'm space, their names aren't mentioned months, much. Um, the one that we see the most is Lance Corporal Schofield. Yeah. The other one I am, oh, Blake. Blake. Yeah. So Blake picks uh, Schofield. And this is kind of, yeah, our first we're just watching them they're walking through the trenches um and it's this i think this is kind of really when actually no what it really was when they go to talk to the general who is oh, Firth. yeah the, the general is colin firth and i i thought it was really funny because it's like i mainly remember him as um uh galahad from kingsman and it was really funny because later on in the movie we meet the guy who played merlin in uh the kingsman movie so the entire so there are blake and um schofield schofield are there so sam mendes i guess they won um it was either at the golden globes or the battle awards which was a few nights ago um yeah. i think it was golden globes he said he wanted to cast two unknowns and they both have done stuff. I know the actor who's Blake. He yeah, he was in I, Game I've of seen Thrones. Him around, yeah, I've seen I've seen him a bit. Um, I don't remember Schofield. He does look familiar, but I I'd have to like look up like his like uh, IMDb to fully yeah, um, recognize what he's done. But pretty much everyone else. So the general is Colin Firth. The commander that they're trying to get a hold of to send the message to is um, <laughs> uh, Benedict uh, Cumberbatch. Yeah, which I had no idea he was in this movie. Really, at all. he's in. So I, like, he was in the trailer. I I knew he was I, in this movie. Yeah, it's like I I must have seen like a uh, like an early version because the only uh, face that I recognized was a uh, was uh, Colin Firth in like the beginning yeah. of the movie. Um, but yeah, I it's like as soon as he showed up, I was like, oh, oh, it's like cool. <laughs> it's Loki, <laughs> or oh, no, yeah. no, it's not Loki. It's a uh, 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 Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. I'm getting. Wow, I'm gonna get so much hate for like that. Like Loki. <laughs> Uh, and then Mark Strong, who's uh, Captain Smith, who they pick up. Um, he picks up Schofield later at the farmhouse. And my dad whispered to me, he was in Sherlock. And I'm like, what? He then it really no, he was in Sherlock Holmes. He was Lord Blackwood. He was the bad guy in Sherlock oh, Holmes. Yeah. And the, I'm like, the, okay. The movie with um, Robert Downey uh, Jr. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Which we should do that. I love that movie. But anyway, yeah, um, those are. I okay. Uh, I'm 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 gonna say something that's probably gonna get me hate. I didn't really care for the first uh, Sherlock Holmes movie. I admittedly fell asleep during that movie. I I had to watch it a few times before I fully like. I well, I don't think I thought it was boring. I just think certain parts of it um just kind it, of went it, over my head. I had to watch it a couple times before I like really, really loved yeah. it. Um, but anyway, no, it, it, yeah. it, it kind of dragged on for me. But I, I absolutely loved the second one. Really, uh, I thought uh, the se- I, I like the first one better. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, I guess we can't be friends anymore. <laughs> so, um, 
so yeah, pretty much everybody, like major, uh, like like so captains, commanders, all those people are pretty well known actors, whereas everyone else is kind of unknown. Unknown, yeah. Um, and then uh, so so when they go to talk to the general, this is kind of when I first saw really started thinking about how the blocking must like how that itself was its own like <laughs> endeavor because I was wondering because I realized pre- I'm like pretty it re- I don't know when I finally I think it was in this scene I was literally thinking if we could easily get a bunch of like rotating shots like the cameras like spinning around and that's yeah. gonna get old really quick um I like those shots but not when they're overused <laughs> I felt like it was used like a very appropriate amount of this. Yeah, movie. it was used a few it, it, times. Yeah. Yeah, like, it, it was yeah, it was used quite a few times, but it was mainly just to like get like these like showcase like these beautiful landscape shots. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it's like please do that. Show more. Like it, it got to a point where it's like I wanted to fo- I focused more on the location more than the characters because of how much yeah. detail and how how great it looked yeah. and it's just like can we just stay here for a bit longer yeah. i really want to I, I want to look at this more but in this please. scene so this is why i think where they said there was probably a cut they went into like a dark room so they probably could easily make a cut in there but they yeah. um it was on so it's the camera we see the backs of the soldiers it's on colin firth he then moves to another table and he's then on the he's then his backs to the camera and the soldiers come around. Cause I was like, Oh my God. Cause I was wondering, I'm like, yeah. how are we going to see their faces again? Because based on commercials and trailers, I knew we saw their faces again. And the fact that I think I just was appreciating that they weren't going out of their way to do rotate rotating shots. Cause that yeah. was like, you know, like I said, it was going to get old. Um, so he tasked them. Basically they have a mission 15. It was like 15 or 1600 men. Blake's brother, who's a Lieutenant, um, with them, they're with the, the the second battalion. Who I think is what it this is, yeah. this was Richard Madden, and I remember seeing on IMDb that Richard Madden was Lieutenant Blake in this. But then I kept every time I saw a trailer, I'm like, where is he? Why am I not seeing him? And then it finally clicked. <laughs> oh, he's the brother. I don't know yeah. why that took me so long to figure <laughs> out, but it finally I'm like, oh. <laughs> but because I I love Richard Madden, who was also in um, Game of Thrones and bodyguard and and he was in rocket man this past summer um yeah he's got a i i'm a huge fan of richard Madden, so he, I'm excited he's, for him. he's got he's got a pretty solid uh, Rep, uh yeah now, yeah um so basically they have to get a message to these to this other uh, uh battalion battalion yeah. i was i wanted to say battalion but i was worried that was the wrong word <laughs> yeah no it it, it was a uh, an entire it's like second company and if they don't make it they will lose an entire battalion and so they just had to go across no man's land and in and he they're like why why just us two and it's like because you know it's a lot not as noticeable to send two as opposed to a like a couple like 50 you know yeah so, yeah it's it's easier to sneak two guys across uh the terrain rather than like an entire like squad or a division or something like that. And we're seeing them, you know, then they're on their way out. They're again, more trenches and it's just blown. Like your mind is blown. Like how long it's a, it's like a legit mile. Like, but how long, how much time you probably took to dug that and all that. And, um, you're seeing all these, you know, various types of 
um, soldiers. And then when right before they leave, yeah, we meet the ones who are very like, I, th- there was some humor in it that I did like. Yeah. It was a joke where uh, I'm space. He was Leslie, who was like Lieutenant or Sergeant yeah, Leslie or yeah, something, or Commander yeah, Leslie. Yeah. Yeah, it was like some like lieutenant is like, all right, we're gonna give you these flare guns, but um, they're so expensive. Just toss them back one yeah. before you die. <laughs> it's like, but, and then uh, later on, he, they like yeah. fire off the flare. It's like, up oh, yours, lieutenant, and he fires off the flare and like toss it in the mud. But I do like the joke of they're like, he's like, what day is it? And they're like Friday. And he's like, oh, okay, this blood, this idiot thought it was Tuesday. <laughs> it's like, like, sorry, sir. <laughs> um, and yeah, and I think we we are. Yeah, we. I think we already kind of talked about No Man's Land, but it was. Yeah, you're seeing first. We're seeing mud, dead horses, a couple dead bodies caught in barbed wire. It is brutal, yeah. and they're told like, "Oh, watch out for the craters. They're deeper than you think." What and my there. I don't know what remember what part it was, but there's yeah. You're seeing all these dead people, dead horses, all this craziness, and then they're like stepping in all this mud. And I don't remember at one point my dad went ew and i'm like wait you think that's what's gross is the mud (laughs) really well it it got to a point where like as they're like crossing no man's land where it got to a point where um you couldn't tell if like like what was mud like what was like a buried body because there were like parts like like there was so much like everywhere that you couldn't really tell where you were stepping in or on and one of the characters he like cuts his hand on like some like barbed wire fencing and oh. like he, he and he like trips and like his whole hand like falls inside of a corpse. Oh yeah, so it goes in the barbed it's like, wire. Oh my god! <laughs> and he wraps it up, and I'm literally all I was thinking of was like that's gonna get infected, and then it yeah, later no. falls in a corpse, and I'm like, now that's really gonna get infected. I know, and I was and I saw this with my dad, and I was talking to him. Is like I I was like kind of have expectations like oh is that going to be like a major issue like later on in the movie because i was thinking it's like oh oh no wait this movie is only going to be like 24 hours like that's that's not long enough for that to be a problem yet i mean uh, it could it could have gone that way but i feel like it, like you know we it, it has pretty much one storyline it's very yeah. straightforward and i i like that i always i like straightforward i like i like straightforward single linear storylines where it's just yeah, it, this it is was the a focus. singular easy to follow the narrative yeah it's not even just easy to follow but just it's just like it's simple especially when yeah. it's surrounded by all this chaos um and so yeah they're they get through they get through no man's land there there's that one scene where they end up they find it's where the battalion was right is where the battalion was kind of like hiding out it's like their own trench and whatnot and they find like, oh, yeah. like, kind of a yeah, homestead yeah. and beds yeah yeah they, they found like the the previous like germans like uh like barracks and it's oh just, the, like, that was germans barracks yeah because they were crossing into like german territory oh, okay i thought that was the previous like that's like that was the battalion like that's where they were and the no, tripwire was so that the germans if any germans got in they would oh, oh okay the, yeah yeah, no, because, like, literally all, everything, like, written on, like, the walls is, like, all written in German, and all the artillery is oh, facing towards the, okay. the British. Okay. Um, yeah, that trip, that was, oh, my, so they hit some tripwire, and Blake just gets knocked back, but Schofield's just covered in, like, uh, pieces of... Yeah, he, he, he gets buried in a bunch of rubble. And yeah, they... He, he, then, dies. And then the whole thing is starting to come down. So they have, it's, but it's also, I think I love this part. They're, 
there's he's trying to lead Blake's trying to lead him out and Sch- so Schofield is like all, so much dust in his eye he can't even see and it's he li- and Blake's just like you gotta you gotta trust me like and it's yeah. they have they do have this really they have this really solid relationship we don't really know much about it how long they've been together or how well yeah. they know each other but yeah but they, the, from what we've seen they're like really good friends and they and they genuinely trust each other because like they they've put their each other's lives in each other's hands like multiple times throughout this movie and it's like all right they, these guys are brothers in arms these are these are comrades and it's like it was a really cool relationship and dynamic and i was like i was rooting for these guys the entire movie and um yeah when and yeah for sure and when they get out and sophie's like why did you pick me and blake's like i didn't know yeah, like that's fair. He had no idea. They just said, "Hey, pick somebody. You're gonna do something." And he, yeah, yeah. That, like that's fair. He did not know. He's yeah, because like, he thought it'd be easy. It's, yeah, it's like I thought it'd be easy. I thought we were gonna go get food or get the mail or something. I didn't know we were going to be doing this like potentially suicide mission. So yeah, they keep they they kind of they keep going. They're they're starting to like kind of definitely relax a little bit. They're joking. Um, and there's these there's these planes they keep seeing like they're there it's their planes it's like uh british uh yeah, fire yeah, and yeah yeah they see some like british biplanes and, and then eventually they see a german biplane <laughs> and then they reach the farmhouse or does anything else happen before that they reach the farmhouse which no the, b- before that they they come across like where the germans have like their like artillery um like all their cannons which that, that's probably like one of my favorite shots in the whole movie of just like all these like piles of like these huge artillery shells. Cause like the artillery shells that they have there, they're like, they're, they're huge. They're like a, a, a good like foot and a half, like long. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they're pretty thick. They're, they're, they're giant, like used like copper casings or, or metal casings. I, I don't, I don't know what they're made of, but um, the, quantity of all of them it just shows like how long these germans have been here and they're just constantly bombarding the british side and they they destroyed all their uh artillery so the uh, the british won't be able to use it and it was just such a cool shot seeing them as they they entered uh, exited like the uh the barracks uh that the germans had um i absolutely loved that shot uh did you have any thoughts on that i'm spacing on that scene i'm sure okay i'm sorry i'm like I I remember they get out of the, the they get out of the um German barracks and they they fire the flare to let them know they got through and they yeah they toss it and then they yeah. keep going. I like, think screw I'm just, you, Lieutenant. <laughs> I'm just I'm kind of yeah I'm kind of spacing on that scene. I'm I'm sure yeah. like if I watch it again, I'd be like, oh yeah, um yeah yeah no. It, there's the shots in this movie are just amazing and like it's it's mind blowing um the things that we see i'm just thinking though what was the goal what are the again i'm not i wouldn't say i'm a i like history i wouldn't say i'm a history buff but what's Wait, the, are you, are you, what's the goal of world war one like, uh the, pretty much it was just a mounting conflict because of i know the trigger i, I just don't know what the whole Oh, the, yeah, the the assassination of Franz ferdinand i know like that yeah, much yeah but, by the yeah, black was, hand yes uh uh, it was like Gava. I know it starts with a G. I remember that. We yeah. I remember we was talking about this in high school. Yeah. Um, I just but, what was yeah. the overall goal? Like, what were they trying? The German trying to accomplish? 
I think they just kind of like wanted like submission from like the other countries. I, I don't I don't really know mm-hmm. what the main end goal was, and that's one of the reasons why the war went on for so long. Was... Let us know in the comments, people, if you know. Yeah, I I, I know I, I should know this, and I I, I kind of feel bad that I don't know yeah. what the overall goal is, and I, I'm a little embarrassed about that. But um, yeah, no, like for for the most part, it it wasn't like like global supremacy but it was just kind of like like it was just more or less just kind of like a dick measuring contest between like the, the world leaders because for the most part from what i remember a lot of them were like uh like related to one another like like the 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 british prime minister was like second cousins with like the the german uh like a couple like the german generals it was just like they all or let's hated each other, and this was like their way of like, oh, I'm gonna show you my country's the best. No, my country's the best, and it just kept escalating to the point where it just turned into an armed conflict that yeah. really had no end in sight or no real goal, no was, real goal. It was just dawning on me, like I re- I know who's a player, I know the trigger, and I know I feel like I'm like I know all the pieces. I just don't know what what's the point. That's what yeah, I'm like. Yeah. Did that ever come up in class? Um, yeah, no, it, it pretty much is like the, their main goal was to like, we need to defeat the enemy. It's like, why do we need to defeat them? Because they're our enemy. It, yeah. it just it just oh, okay. kinda, it, it just kind of circled in on itself. There yeah. wasn't really any other goal besides that. It's like, we need to beat them so we can get them more resources so we can fight everyone else. It was just yeah. it was just it was the whole thing was just a dick measuring contest. For okay. I, okay. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't it. know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how else to say. Yeah. Yeah, to say it. Um, if so, I'm, yeah. And if, if I'm completely wrong, I am sorry. <laughs> um, I just, what was it? I remember uh, so our friend Aaron had said something about something in World War One happened like a few days before what would have been his birthday. And I didn't know how to respond. So I just went, um, the Krusty Krab 2 opened up on my birthday. Is, oh my is that God. anything? No, and I, I, I think... I could be wrong, but I think he was referring to the uh, the Christmas truce during World War One, which is probably like one of my favorite like history facts that I know. That I do I do know something about World War One. Um, around Christmas time, there was like a unofficial official truce between the British front line and the German front line, and they actually met in no man's land and were like playing like uh football and they were exchanging beer they they were drinking they were smoking they they were celebrating and they basically had like a ceasefire for christmas that day that's so sweet and and beautiful yet that's so weird because then the next day like yeah it, (laughs) it, it it back to business as usual but yeah it was like as far as i know like no other armed conflict like that has had a uh unanimous ceasefire that wasn't like sanctioned by like the the like top brass by like their their generals it was just like it's like you know what i'm i'm tired i'm singing and then like the british started singing and then the germans started singing and then they started singing together and then they both held up like a white flag and then they met in the middle and they they celebrated christmas together what year is that i i don't remember that might have been 1916 or yeah. 1915 it, it was it was relatively early in the war i think okay um that i'm actually gonna look that up um because <laughs> i don't want to be wrong anymore about history facts because i know someone's going to be is like how do you not know this yeah i'm just gonna 
I'm just going to look this up now. <laughs> yeah. Christmas tru- uh, It's the Christmas Truce of 1914. Uh, the Christmas Truce was a series of widespread, unofficial ceasefires along the western front of the First World oh. War around Christmas of 1914. The week leading up to the 25th, French, German, and British soldiers crossed trenches to exchange seasonal greetings and talk. So World War One started in 1914 and ended in 1918. Yep. So America was in it for like a little over a year ish. Yep. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, everyone else was just finally like, they yeah. were all in. Um. Anyway, so we our characters they yeah they arrive at the the farmhouse. Um. Where right away, actually, I don't. So first. Two things. <laughs> so right away, um, Schofield's like, I-, I don't like this. And you kind of are expecting someone to jump out or and you see yeah. like from like toys and like there was and there's a dead dog, like a family was living here, and whether they were killed or just all left, um who knows. Um it, yeah. it made me it- think of um just the f- fact that it was a German farmhouse. It made me think of, um, I told you how a couple weeks ago I was watching BuzzFeed's, uh, they do a couple of original series and one's called uh, Unsolved. It's like true crime. And there's this one, it's one of the first few episodes. It's really interesting, but it creeps me out so much. It was yeah. in 1922 like, Bavaria and this like family was found dead in their home. And the baby and like the housekeeper house whatever the was found sorry disrespectful yeah, the, 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 the the maid maid type i don't know exactly what she was but she was found dead in her bed along with the baby found dead in their bed and the family was all stacked up in like the barn and there's evidence that suggests that the killer was living in the house after because they food was being eaten and cattle was still being taken care of and people saw smokes from the chimneys and there's unsettling. I remember hearing about this. Yeah, even creepier. There is evidence to suggest that the killer was living there beforehand, because Ugh. the so the the original the first it was either like a nanny or a housekeeper. She had left because she thought she was hearing. She thought there were ghosts in the house because she was hearing footsteps. And then she left. And then they were hearing footsteps. And then they found a newspaper. Someone was trying to break open into the toolbox which is where the it was a pickaxe, which is where the murder weapon was kept. And then the creepiest part, from the woods, they found footsteps coming towards the house and never uh. going back out. And then the maid who had died, that was her first day. And I'm like, oh my God. It just, it creeped me out just so much. Like mainly the, the per- fact that he was living there before and after. So when I saw the yeah. farmhouse, mainly it was German farmhouse. That was really my only reason why I thought that. Um, yeah, no, I, really I, I no was correlation. Getting, like, a, yeah, no, I was, I was getting like a lot of like really unsettling vibes when like, because like in the barn, like they, you see like a bucket, like full of milk, so, like who milked those cat, like who milked that cow and you see like, you know, like the, the like chopped down like cherry trees and like the, mm-hmm. uh, the toys and like the dead dog and it's like, it's like, oh, someone's there. It's like someone, someone's been there and I'm, I was half expecting it's like, it's sort of like, a German like sniper like hiding in the attic or or, or there's like a uh, like a couple like like uh like refugees or someone like hiding in the uh yeah the you're... basement I like I was expecting like 
some something's about to go down and it's like ooh I was like I was really nervous. Yeah, you're you're on edge for most of this movie and it's and it's partly it's just because I I can't you blame part of it a little bit on the cinematography because you're not seeing that far ahead. Um yeah, but also you, 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 yeah. Yeah, and especially yeah, this scene you're waiting for someone to jump out or something and there's not it's just and he says like I don't like this. And I'm like, you know, you could just, there were even shots. There was a scene. So Blake is outside. Schofield's in the house. And just the way the shot was like, you see one of them outside. I was kind of expecting someone to die that way. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that visual. Cause we've seen that before. So. Yeah. Or, or like someone, or like something like, or, or like someone running around in like the background. It's like, Oh, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I was getting like some like really strong, like horror movie, like haunted house style. Uh, yes. scary movie vibes from this it's like oh man something's gonna go down because because they, they find evidence of like uh like a recent like fire in like the german trenches that like someone was there recently and i thought they were gonna like oh man like they're either like the germans aren't like that far behind or they're like, there's like a couple like like a squad or so that are like kind of like lagging behind making sure that they set up booby traps for for the british so that they're not followed as easily and i thought that it was gonna like escalate and mount up at the 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 barn at the farmhouse and it was just very it's like unsettling because i wasn't sure if it was going to pay off yet or if they were going to mount it up a bit longer and show it showcase that later which i think they eventually did in a way um it was just it was yeah it was it was just really uh scary and nerve-wracking and i I wouldn't say i was white knuckling it but it was just very uh, uh, the tension mounted uh, very well there, and I'm I'm really uh, surprised that they were able to do that so well. The Germans are kind of like they're kind of like the the boogeyman or they're ghosts or they're they're just kind of this looming fear. And until we actually start seeing them, it's like yeah, we're all just like on we're all on edge because of it. So yeah. um yeah, they're about to like they're about to. I'm guessing we're about to leave because there was really nothing else left. Um, yeah. There was, they see like two fighter planes and they knock, they shoot down a German who then, first of all, I got to say this, the Germans headed towards the farmhouse in the plane, like it's crash landing and they, they're yeah. running away. And I'm like, and it's the same thing as every movie. I'm like, go, go wide. Don't go straight. Don't like, yeah. don't come in this way. I'm like, go, go the other way. And then I, I, yeah. I, yeah, I, I thought that was really funny because, and I'm, I'm totally taking this joke from like, uh, um, uh, cinema sins of just like, Oh yeah, they learned, they got their running degree from the running away from Prometheus school where in that movie, they're running away from this spaceship. That's literally like shaped like a donut, like a very like U ring circular shape. And yeah. it's falling on its side in, in it's, uh, in like the circular pattern. And it's like, you guys are just running straight. It has nowhere to go but straight. You guys <laughs> yeah. literally need to just split up or like run the left or right. Pick a side and you will survive. Like run diagonal, but they're literally running straight and this thing is rolling faster than you. What <laughs> so movie was the so they're what movie was that? I mean, I know it's Prometheus, that, that, but like Yeah, that, that that was Prometheus at like the end of the movie. But what was it the one saying you must have gotten your running from Prometheus oh. running school? Oh, just like literally every movie where every they're movie. running oh, okay. something, 
like every movie, like I, I guess this is like a trope, like when they're running from something that they can easily avoid by running either left or right or like diagonally, like kind of like in front of it, like kind of splitting, like picking between like those two points. But no, everyone just runs straight from this thing that is significantly taller than how and is falling much faster than they are running that they will get crushed. But they make yeah. it at the very last second. It's like. In, just just yeah. jump right. Just in, jump left. Exa- <laughs> in movies, it's always they run straight or yeah. they dodge out of the they they don't they dodge out of the way at the last second. It seems like yeah. there's rarely any in between. But um, yeah, yeah, no, like they're running from something that's like five feet wide and forty feet long. It's like just just take a step right or left. <laughs> you can make it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is skinnier than you, but it's longer than you. Why are you running? Um. So, the German plane crash lands uh, into the barn. He's the plane's on fire. He's screaming for help. They pull him out, and uh, Schofield's like, "Let's just kill him. Let's put him out of his misery." And Blake's like, "No, like you know." And he's like, "He's like, go get him water." And then he goes. So Schofield goes to get water, and then. Uh, Blake has been stabbed by the German, by the Ger- and yeah, then the Schofield kills him. kills him. And then that was—I did not expect it so quick. It was, I, I, yeah. I—I I thought I—I we I, I kind of had a one like, well, one of them's probably gonna die. And I realize now, I was—I figured it's gonna be the one whose brother who has more of a personal reason for doing this yeah. mission. But at the yeah, same... when I, yeah, when I watched it, I thought Schofield was the one who was going to die because the entire movie, he was like the pessimist and he was like the realist of war. And like Blake was kind of like naive and like not fully experienced. And I thought that this movie was going to kind of harden him and kind of make him more like adjusted to the horrors of war. And it's like, oh, that'll the... be like a really cool character growth for him. That, yeah. In the back of my mind, I kind of figured it was going to be Blake. But at the same time, I realized I had no reason to think I wasn't. I mean, we had reasons, but I feel like it, every trailer, whatever, it's either you see the both of them or you see Schofield, like any yeah. trailer, any commercial. Um, and it's really, God, it was it was pretty sad. Like he, so he stabs, and they're trying. He's like, "We can, I can help you. I can get you to." There's like a, there. I can probably carry you, and he just can't. He's in too much pain, and Blake's just laying there, and he's like, "Am I dying?" And you can see. Schofield is just thinking, like, what like, am I supposed to say? And do I lie? Do I say, like, keep saying, no, you're going to be fine? He just says, yes, I think you are. And it's pretty yeah. heartbreaking. And I loved, I got a, Blake's face is getting whiter and whiter. And then yeah. I looked it up, and on IMDb it said, like, because most, I guess, they just they just die. They don't change. Their skin color doesn't change in, in movies. But in yeah. real life, if you're bleeding out, you're going to get paler and paler. And, yeah. um... And, and yeah, that, that was that was one aspect, that, like a like a small detail of it that I really appreciated of just like how quickly he's like losing color and like how he's just constantly like losing blood. Like you you actually see like the blood like pulling out, uh, pulling out onto his uh his uniform and onto the ground. And it's like normally in like movies you only like focus on that for like a little bit, but like no, it's like front and center. We wait you, you until see... it's done. Yeah, and I kind of yeah, wanted it, it to be done just because I'm. I mean, I'm I'm awkward you're, with yeah. You're you're yeah. You're not you're not squeamish, but you're not like mm, let's watch him bleed. <laughs> it's it's not the blood. It's more just like, uh, I'm I'm weird with grief, and so I kind of want to yeah. just move whenever I know that it's coming. I kind of want to just it to be done with, which is not the best coping mechanism, but 
what I do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Fair we enough. just wait and it's, it's really sad, but it's also, he says like, you know, give like, you know, he gives them the note cause he knows he's not going to, he's, he's not going to be there to deliver the message. He says, can you write to my mom? And he, which is really like, cause he just wants her to like, which is yeah. really sad. And then he does die. And yeah. It's like, t- tell her it was quick. And it's I really, like, I love yeah. that he takes, he takes off his, uh, like, is it his, like, the chain, his, yeah, his, his rings, yeah, his, like, and, he give, yeah, and he, yeah. at the end he gives them to his brother, which I, at yeah. the time I, I was like, that's really, I thought he was, I was wondering, I'm like, is he going to take, like, his stuff, like, his, like, yeah. you know, his water or anything, would that be insensitive or would that be smart? Yeah, for, yeah, at first I thought it's like, wait, is he, is he just, like, like, grave robbing him? <laughs> it's like, oh, no, wait, he's just taking his dog tags and, like, his personal effects. And, and it's I, like, okay, yeah, that, I, that makes sense. And I gotta say, I was thinking about this later that Blake's last act unknowingly, but his last act was to help his enemy that he Schofield wanted to kill him and not like a, you know, in a murder, but just like they're in a war and this person is probably dangerous. He wanted, he's like, like, no, like we, we should help him. Like his last act was to help, I mean, just help someone help his enemy. And yeah, he paid for it. But that was kind of, to me, like, that is like his lap. That's who he is, and I just thought that was a really kind of yeah. beautiful. Yeah, because Schofield was like, he, yeah, because Schofield was like, no, nah, we need to put him out of his misery. And because, it's not just like, ah, like, oh, he's a German. It's just like, no, they're yeah. in a war, and it's not, and not even like put him out of his misery. Like maybe literally, like fire. he's an animal, but like, <laughs> like, like the dude is in a plane crash and he's on fire. It's like, let's just put him out of his misery because he's like screaming and yelling. He's yelling, "Mama!" in German. Oh, we like w- that, that's. He at one point I hear you hear him say like "Mama, Mama." <laughs> oh, I didn't realize. I didn't hear. I didn't notice. Or maybe yeah. I just I don't know what "Mama" is in German. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> he said something that I assume okay. was "Mama." Okay. I, 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 mean, I, I don't speak German I either. But, yeah, it, it might have been something else that just happens to sound like "Mama," but it just I thought like it mama might be "Mama." Like mother it, it would was make like, sense was if it like, was. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I thought that was kind of like a universal thing, like "Mama," "Papa." Yeah. Um. So then you know uh right after this we see two new soldiers and i guess there's an entire yeah like a, a platoon or, or so of yeah just like a, a bunch of like british soldiers like no we're, we're meeting up with like uh uh the the like our the the front for um the upcoming attack but it's like a different part of like the uh the front that he's not going to so it's like oh we can take you like halfway to where and you I need to go love how uh so we that's where so yeah they help him they take they move blake somewhere else and then they they basically say hey we'll give you a we can give you a ride as far as wherever until you need to get off and this is where we meet mike mark mike strong mark strong and i really <laughs> i really like his character because they weren't being i mean i don't know i I don't know what I was expecting because they did. He did just watch his friend die. And he basically said to him, like, they kind of were like, they weren't trying to make him feel better. They weren't trying to whatever, but they, he said, it just doesn't do anything to dwell on it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so I, I really, I really, I don't know. I kind of liked their, they, they were, I liked their reaction. I just thought yeah. that was, it was very, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, get over it. Or if, I don't know what I was, I'm thinking now, why would I have expected that? Like, that's so yeah, mean, no, they, but they, they, they very much kind of like are like, uh, it's like, 
because he's Carry not the first on. person like, that a- this happened, and he's not going to be the last. But they were being, I thought, just being really. I I love how respectful they were being about it, which I know this sounds weird because I I but I don't know how else you would be in that situation. Yeah. Like you, you can't really comfort someone when death is all around you. It, it just yeah. you kind of gotta you kind of gotta keep calm and carry on, kind of thing. As, yeah. as like cheesy as that is, it, it's just in war. Like you don't have time to to process that. You just gotta keep going. And I think they showcase that pretty well. It's just like how he's literally sitting in the back of this car, just completely silent, completely like. Well, everyone else is talking. This is when we yeah. get another, um, probably we get a cut. They like, he gets on the, he gets on the, uh, truck and, or truck or what would you call wow. Yeah. 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 The, he, he gets in like the back of this like giant, like truck and they, it, um, yeah, it's a truck. <laughs> it like kind of zooms in on his back and like jackets. So they're, I'm like, okay, well there's a cut in there somewhere. Um, and then eventually, you know, they, I kind of, there was this one, I got it. There was this one part that I really liked where, so the wheel gets stuck in mud and they all get out and they're trying to push it and it's not going. And he's just like, no, we're, Schofield's just like, we're pushing this. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, I it's just, like, all, all right, mate. It's like, all and right, it made me think of, <laughs> he was basically just kind of on the verge of tears. Like, no, I, we have to push this. We have to get going. And I think it made me think of, um, uh when i was in high school my so it was like a my ap gov class and we were talking we were doing like some kind of current events and it had something to do with women in the military and it was there were certain things said that were so disappointing to hear i remember there was one guy who one guy was trying very hard not to be biased which i appreciated and one guy said that women i something about women being emotional and all of us are like, are you shitting me? Are you kidding me? And someone's it's like, like, it's emotional because it's war. Like, are you kidding me? And I'm watching this and he's like on the verge of tears, still trying so hard to keep it together because he knows. Yeah, like he knows he's not the first person this has happened to. He will not be the last. Yeah. And he's, But he still has this mission. And that's all he can do right now in, to honor him is to complete this mission. And I was just, I was thinking about that. And I'm, and then I remember somebody else said about how, you know, you have to be like in the physical, it was, I don't remember. I just remember something about like how women have to be strong enough or physically in the shape or something. And I said, I remember I'm the one that commented. I'm like, okay, yes, but a lot of that is adrenaline and you can do things you don't, you ordinarily would not when you're in yeah. a, a certain situations of crisis. So I was, it was very, all of us girls were just like, are you shitting me right now? Like when we heard the whole, like women are too emotional. We're like, fuck that. And I'm watching this and I'm like, this is filled with nothing but emotion. Like, like, yeah, this is an an entirely a character driven story for half the movie. It just focuses on one guy. And it's just like him, like slowly kind of like breaking down. And like at one point in the movie, like, like way later on, like right before he like meets up with like the second battalion or like the, the, it's like I think they're called like the eighth like battalion in like the second company or something like that. Mm-hmm. He literally like crawls out of this river after like crawling over a bunch of dead bodies and going down a waterfall. He literally like crawls up on shore and just breaks down and cries and screams and it's just kind of like mm-hmm. like kneeled over and like yeah. punching the ground because he's like he has gone through hell and back going yeah. getting to where he is now. It's like 
Yeah, I, that's well yeah. deserved. You deserve that. You 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 take time yeah. for you, man. So the actually so before that scene, so the scene he arrives, they the the truck stop at this small town. He's like, and he's like, well, I have he has to get off there. And so there's these two this broken bridge in and like part of it's underwater, and he decides to climb on the like railing to cross and he's gonna jump and just as he jumps yeah. like there's a shot and my dad he was like he made some comment and i'm like was it that he didn't swim and he's like no i just think why would he have stood up wouldn't he just want to slide down which i'm like fair enough but i feel like walking would probably quicker and my dad was also made the comment yeah. he's like i took like he wait when they took the german out of the plane and schofield ran to go get water he's like i saw a knife and i'm like what like and i'm like i didn't even see the knife like i didn't think about that at all and this scene and yeah and there's so there's somebody up in the building just above below just above the bridge yeah and it becomes ta- ta- like, yeah taking shots at him it's just like yeah there's a, there's a german sniper up there but he eventually gets up there and like he fires like uh like a full clip of like his gun in there and just like tries to take him out and he goes up there to like make sure to like you know confirm his kill and when he gets up there he shoots the german but at the same time the german shoots his helmet causing him to fall down the stairs and get knocked out okay and that's, that's where, what hit and him that's where, okay. yeah and that's when was... and that's when we see like the only like confirmed cut in the movie because when... it goes completely to black oh my god so he wakes up so he wakes up. Yeah, the soldier's dead. Is this is all of his stuff gone, or is his stuff still with him? Because I realize his, his stuff's still with him. He just kind of like slowly like lose like he doesn't pick up his helmet or anything. He just like slowly just kind of picks up what he needs to to make sure that he's still like light and mobile. So this is when so the cinematography and the lighting and the coloring is unbelievable. So it becomes like, or I'm I'm kind of jumping ahead a little bit, but he's like. But yeah, so we're seeing all these like flares going on. It's like so super bright. Like you can't even see the sky. Like I was even wondering, I'm like, is it night? Is it just something going like you, you couldn't even, you can't even tell. Um, And he ends up, of course, Germans spot him and he's running. And I'm wondering, I'm like, why doesn't he shoot him? And then I realized, I think there was a point where he didn't have his gun. You just, yeah, you kind of just and, don't and, notice. He just is losing his stuff, and I didn't even yeah, notice. No, no, at one point, he, like, puts his gun down because he runs into a German, like, right next to him, so he has to, like, kill him with his hands. Oh, like, he has to yeah, strangle okay. him. And then another German spots him, and he doesn't have time to get his gun, so he just books it, and then at this point, he doesn't have a gun for the rest of the movie. Was this is when, is this, was that before, after he is, so I think that that's after he runs, Um, a German is trying to, chasing him he finds a place to hide yeah there's a this, woman this, this is after that yeah okay so there's a so yeah, there's a woman and a baby and the baby's not hers she doesn't know whose it is but yeah and they and he's singing the song to the baby and i i realized so we'll kind of jump ahead we find out at the very end the very last scene he has a wife and kids and we don't really know anything about him he other than Clearly, he's very, you know, war has kind of changed his perception on things. Yeah, how he's he's very low on like morale, and he's just like, I'm I'm so tired of this. Like, why did you give up your ribbon? He's like, because to him, he I think I to I kind of saw it as it's because if he died, he didn't want that just being like, oh, 
this is what his family gets of him. Yeah, because he, he, he even says like throughout multiple times, like it's just a bit of like tin and ribbon. So he like yeah. traded it for some French French wine with some uh, uh, French like captain or something. And I just thought that whole scene was really sweet. And um, he finds out he's in the right. So there's basically the directions. It's like a couple of miles north or south of this town. So he's in the right yeah. town. He just now. And then, um, so yeah, we, okay. So the part, so there's a the part he's like, he gets out of there. He's creeping. I think, yeah, before when he kills, he strangles somebody. It's pretty, but yeah. it's, it's a silhouette. So I honestly thought that the other one was, I didn't think he was dead. I thought he was being, um, I thought the you other thought person, he was being overpowered. Yes. I, cause you can't okay. see. And then I'm like, Oh wait, it's probably him on top. Um, yeah. yeah, he sees yeah. Sco- Scoville wins. <laughs> he sees this German who's super drunk and throwing up. And I would have just probably, I mean, he doesn't know. He goes, decides to go around. And then there's another German who is about to, you know, um, he, he literally like runs right next to a German who like is just finished like taking a leak. And it's he, like, yeah. oh, I've been spotted. And then he like tries to like, it's like, all right, you better be quiet. You better be quiet. And, and he's then like, yeah, sure. Out. And then he starts and climbing. Then, and then, yeah. And then he, then he strangles him. And then the other German spots him like immediately after he's killed this guy. And he's so he drunk. It. He just yeah. books it past him. And then this yeah. is when just the cinematography was just so phenomenal. He's just running through this town he doesn't have any weapons. He doesn't have people are shooting at him. The and as he's ex, it's like bright orange from like the the flares. Which I gotta say, watch. It's on YouTube. It's called like how you know nineteen seventeen was made to look at one shot. They talk about this and it's really I don't. It was like they had to time it out. Like it was it was really interesting. But um, they he runs out of the town and the lighting from like the orange of like the fires and the smoke the flares yeah. changes to like this blue and it was just so pretty and he then jumps and he's i love this part because we don't see that there's a and that this is the a end cliff, of the yeah. road he, yeah, just, he, he what, literally jumps off like this giant cliff into this uh this this ravine and follows the river all the way down to where uh, he needs to go that's why i yeah, love where it, it. Needs to go. that's why i love the cemetery so much because we're not seeing ahead so we don't know what's ahead. We don't know. We're not prepared. Like, it's just, it's just surprise, surprise, surprise. And I just, I loved yeah. it. And yeah, he finally, yeah, he's going down. Then there's, again, based on his reaction, we're not seeing ahead, but based on his reaction, I figured, oh, there's a waterfall. There's a waterfall. He then reaches yeah. the very end. And yeah, this is when he's, there's all these dead bodies just lining like this. It's like this like dam of sticks. And I, I found out later I read on IMDb that that was supposed to kind of be like, so I guess the river sticks in, uh, in hell, which, which, yeah. yeah, Okay. See, he said hell, which I'm like, I didn't know that was in hell. I thought that was just Greek mythology, like, which is in the underworld. Like, so I was, but I mean, that's irrelevant. Um, I mean, either way. Um, but, but yeah, he, he gets, goes down like this entire river and like for him to get out, he has to crawl over all these dead bodies and like, corpses that are just like bobbing in the water and it's like that is like a horrifying like by this like, point though like, mess up thing yeah i mean yeah by like, this whatever. point he's like it's like <laughs> okay if this this gets me across fine but it's just it's it's just it's haunting to to think that like he, he's just crawling over these like dead bodies just like oh that's so weird he then um he he gets out and he yeah he he just kind of lets it out and cries and screams and then he 
we start hearing music and on IMDb, it's the same thing. So that's supposed to, the body's supposed to symbolize, symbolize like the, the river sticks. And then it said it was supposed to, for a second, supposed to kind of sound like a, like a heroic epic, which is yeah. why like there's, so he just sees this giant uh, battalion and there's um, somebody singing and he just lit. It's so honestly, like he just lays down. He's just so just done, done. And exhausted and they ask, and people are like, are you okay? Like, what's wrong? And he asks, like, what's... They're like, oh, like, we're, the, need, we're the first wave. Like, They're the... It's like, what? <laughs> and he really... Like, and we're he the just, second wave. The first wave's already in the trench. Like, I need to go. And he just... I lo- And he's just pushing people aside. And so he's just running around. Where's your commander? Where's your commander? Where's Commander Mac, uh, McKenzie? And everyone's trying to point him in the right direction or tell him, like, you know, get a, go away, whatever. He then... Yeah. The best... The most probably the famous scene in the movie, he... he gets out of the trench and runs alongside it. So first my dad commented later, he starts walking and then he's running. And my dad's like, why, why would he be walking? And I'm like, I mean, I don't know. There's no, I guess there is a reason to run, but at the same time, no one's around. There's not like, I don't know. I didn't, I, I think he was trying to psych himself up for it. It's like, it's like this is crazy. I'm going to get shot. I haven't gotten shot yeah. yet. It's like, all right, I'm going to start running. I, and then the first wave goes like, oh, now I need to book it. And I kind like, of blame. There wasn't and, that sense of urgency yeah. right before he got out there. He was like kind of still trying to like psych himself up. It's like, this is suicide. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Right, I need to run. I need to run. Everyone's running now. It's like, I need to book it. I need to get to the commander right now. And again, back to the cinematography. I think there's all these little... So like, yeah, like his walking as opposed to his running, the leaving, not noticing a knife. There's all these little uh, things that I feel like if this was any other movie, we would be, I would, I would be for sure complaining about why are these, all these mistakes happening? These seems really stupid to me because I, I don't, I don't know. It just bothers me when there are these really sloppy mistakes, but here I was, it didn't really bother me because to me it was like, they're people, they're human. Um, yeah. So I, I, it did not bother me in this movie, which I'm like, okay, good. Um, but yeah, he books it, and he, so you know, so there's, uh, he, he's running, he bumps into somebody, gets up, and then bumps into someone again, and I kind of laughed at the second time because I'm like, this just happened, like, yeah. so I was kind of <laughs> laughing, but then I found out that was all, that was not in the script. Um, he just bumped, they just, he was just bumping into extras, and you know it would have taken a lot to just start over. So they just kept going. Yeah. It, 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 it seemed, it seemed supernatural. Just like him yeah. running around and just like, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, this is really cool. He finally reaches, um, uh, the commander and then people won't let him in. And he just, pu- he's like, no, like this is, I have a message from general. Aaron. Like he's just so done. He pushes past them. Uh, and Benedict Cumberbatch, yeah, who yeah, he, yeah, he literally breaks into the the, the command tent. And it's like who the, and like Commander McKenzie. Like, it's like, yeah. yeah, it's like who the hell are you? It's like what the hell do you think you're doing here? It's like I have orders from the general. Stop this attack! It's like no, we're already pushing through the front line. It's like no, the Germans planned this. <laughs> but it'll, yeah, he's like he's Benedict Cumberbatch, so he's Commander McKenzie. And he, you can see he's also he's kind of like a little bit like um, Schofield, where he's seen a bunch. He's he's made mistakes before he doesn't want to keep making more and then finally he sees the note and realizes that if he keeps going this is going to be a really horrible horrible mistake and he says okay call it off like we got to stop and it's just like and then it's just oh my god he did it oh my gosh but then what's his next task he has to go find lieutenant blake yeah he has to find blake's brother to let him know it's like 
your your brother died. I'm sorry. And it's super it's super sad. And then he's like, I'm with the eighth. And he's like, What are you doing here? I'm like, I was sent with your brother. He's like, Oh, is Tom here? And he's like, No, it was, no. And and he, I love the Richard. He's trying again. He's crying, but trying not to cry. And he's like, tells him he's like, it was quick. And like, I was with him and he gives him his rings and necklace. And he says like, he wants me to, he wanted me to write to your mother. And, and he's it's like, like, yeah. Okay. And he gives him like, and he then goes and sits against a tree, just like it was in the beginning, which I thought was a really, I really liked that ending. I thought it was really uh, beautiful, a really beautiful way to end it. And then that's when we yeah. find out he has a wife and kids and like, and I'm like, oh, yeah. oh okay. <laughs> so that's pretty much the end of the movie. Um, it's, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty it, solid. I, it, I, it is a phenomenal movie. I, I was, yeah, I was totally going into this movie expecting it was like, oh, this is going to be kind of like, uh, kind of like a war epic, kind of like glorifying the war. But it's like, no, it literally, it's literally just a, a, a story of, these guys delivering the mail it is it's as simple as that of them trying to get from point a to point b to give this letter to a colonel it could be i i kind of knew going into it because i had heard of and heard enough good things about it and pretty much ever since it was announced where it was um the trailer was out or the big thing was oh this looks like one single shot i was pretty much that the cinematography alone was why i wanted to see it um yeah so i was really i was really excited um and yeah, it, it's like we said, it's a single one major linear storyline. And I, I, it was really, it was really entertaining. I definitely, I definitely wasn't bored or anything. Um, my dad thought he's like, I thought some parts were slow. I'm like, yeah, but I don't know. I wasn't bored. So I didn't really have. Yeah, no, it. It, it was slow, but like in the moments where it was slow, there was like racking tension of like, Yes. It, like a German can like pop out of like a trench that they didn't see or a crater and just mm-hmm. like try to blow them away. Yeah. Um, I definitely recommend going to see this movie. Like it's pretty high score on Rotten Tomatoes. It's definitely like, I want to say it's like 97 or something. I'm not looking at it right I, now. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, it, it is a phenomenal movie. Not only just like a, just a good movie in general, but just, cinematically just watching like all the sets and locations just watching like as he's like walking along the trench like uh trying to find the colonel colonel mckenzie it is such an amazing shot just look up some like the the photographs of this movie you will not be disappointed watch it if you need to like you you need to see this movie as soon as possible before uh it gets to the oscars which is says nominated at least 10 times um i think it's gonna win best picture i think it's definitely gonna win best best um cinematography and i'm i wouldn't be surprised if it wins best i don't know best director if there's if it's not i i think sam mendes has a really nice shot of of yeah but there are a lot of good directors this year yeah, but um, of the three um, movies that I saw for Best Picture, uh, that being Joker, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and uh, 1917, I think 1917 is my favorite so far. And I think this I one uh, it, it is probably going to win Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, just from just from the, the section I've seen uh, so far, I haven't seen Irishman. 
uh, Ford versus Ferrari or Parasite or Jojo Rabbit or, or Marriage um, Story. Marriage Story, I thank watch you. Marriage I, I, story, I, I, yeah, I've yeah, heard good things um, about Parasite. Though. I've heard I've heard excellent things about Parasite. I really wanted to see Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, I I'm starting to want to, I yeah I want to see it. It's a interesting story with yeah. But I like just the fact that I like pretty much any scenario when Hitler's being made fun of is always hilarious. Like yeah, like the producers. The whole biggest reason why the show is a success is because oh, yeah, it's or, because uh, there there was a, it was supposed to be like a love letter to Hitler. But then, uh, the, the, the guy who yeah. was going to play him couldn't do it. So then it was turned into like, he was, Hitler was super flamboyant and like, yeah. and it just, it's, yeah. 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 Don't they, don't they play like, uh, uh the songs like spring time? Yes. Boy. Yeah. It's like, that's, that's the we only should, part we that should I really do, I haven't, I've seen part of the original producers. Um, I've seen the musical, which it's really entertaining. Um. Yeah, so they basically the director who's get who's gay and flamboyant and whatnot ends up playing Hitler because he knows all the lines and it just becomes him of them making fun of him. So that's yeah. why it's successful because in the beginning they all think it's just oh my god it's just like a what the hell and then oh no it's just making fun of it which it's like oh okay <laughs> yeah um, this is fine <laughs> this is fine we're okay now so yeah and I yeah so we cannot encourage you enough to go see nineteen seventeen. Um, I feel like we should have said this in the beginning, but as for most of our movies, if you don't want spoilers, and I'll probably put this in our um, like details bit, but if you don't yeah. want to get spoilers, then probably then don't maybe don't listen yeah. to said whatever podcast until yeah, you yeah, yeah 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 if you haven't seen a movie that is the title of this podcast and you haven't seen it, don't watch it. Like, what are you doing watching this, li- listening to this when you haven't seen the movie? <laughs> I've only done that. Go I do that for bad movies. But sometimes I'll be like, it'll be a, it'll be a podcast where I'm like, you know, I know this movie's bad, but I still want to see it. I don't really want to hear any spoilers. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so. But also at the same time, it's your fault for watching a movie that you haven't, uh, a podcast on a movie you haven't seen. That is, that's entirely your fault. Yeah. Do not blame us for that. <laughs> um, um, so, so yeah, that being said, um, wait, actually, do we want to yeah. any, so a couple of trailers have been coming oh, out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, spiral. So um, that, did that just drop this morning? I think that dropped either, uh, this morning or last night well, within 24 hours that just dropped. Yeah. And that is a spinoff of, ha, huh, see what I did there? Spiral spinoff. Ha ha ha. I'm uh. clever. Um, <laughs> oh, you can make puns, but I can't. All right. I see how it is. Um, Fine. <laughs> I, can, I get at least one pun. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is a spinoff of the Saw franchise uh, starring Chris Rock and Samuel Jackson. What a and- weird combo. I mean, yeah, I, and it, it, yeah. It's also kind of weird seeing Chris Rock going into in a, a serious more, role. There's yeah, a there it, was a part in the yeah. trailer where I was, I don't know. I was kind of. It was just. It was weird to see him being so serious. Like I was kind of expecting him to like, like. Uh, I don't know. It it was just surprise. It was different. Yeah, I, I was half expecting him to kind of like make like a bit of a joke, like kind of like funny banter with like yeah. his like partner. Because like he's a detective and he just got like a new detective partner. It's like, oh, is he going to make like some like funny like witty banners? Like, no, this is actually like pretty mundane stuff. And he's like very serious, like, oh, we need to find this killer. They're targeting cops. It's like, and then you see Samuel Jackson, and he's like going around. It's like, shit's going to hit the fan real quick. <laughs> and then you eventually hear him say, 
all right, motherfucker, you want to play a game? So the trailer I watched, it said like, all right. And it just like got quiet at motherfucker, which based yeah. on Samuel L. Jackson, I was pretty confident what he was saying, but yeah. I thought it was hilarious that it just got quiet right there. Like, what, yeah, it, what, it is, just, what is this, Avengers? It was just really funny because it's like, ah, he said the thing. He said the thing. What a treasure. What a treasure, yeah. yeah. Um, um, yeah, I, I admittedly have only seen like maybe like one or two uh, Saw movies, and I don't even remember how many there are. There's probably like eight now, and this will probably be like the ninth. I haven't I seen doubt- any Saw I- movies. Yeah, that that does not surprise me at all. Um, <laughs> I remember when we were a couple of years ago, it was like, and it came up, and I thought, and you, guys, it was like, no, it's Saw. It's like, like so I think Jigsaw was coming out, and yeah. you guys were like, no, yeah, it's J- like Saw. I'm like, Oh, that's, I thought it was somebody with a saw that's going like, ah, like, just, like, I Yeah, didn't... no, no J- Jigsaw is the name of the serial killer in the Saw series. Okay. So yeah, okay. even though, yeah, even though he technically doesn't kill anyone, or at least in, like, the first one that I saw, he, he technically isn't a murderer. He doesn't kill anyone directly. He just puts them in situations where they live or die by their choices because like I, i'm putting them uh, in a situation because i think they did something bad and then he just you know throws them in situations like all right there's a key behind your eye you have to take this screwdriver to remove your eye to get the key if you don't the bear trap around your head will close and you'll die live oh. or die you choose oh my god um yeah no there, there's a there's sort of sort of ish an episode of castle like that where they're in where they're in like so castle's trapped with two other men and beckett's trapped with two other women and they're in like a classroom and it's like there's it's like an escape room type thing but like like there's a gun but it turns out if you use the gun you're gonna die like it'll backfire on you and like it's it's it was it's interesting it's kind of yeah it's just a bunch of like sadistic mind games because like literally the first movie is a situation these two guys are like chained to like these like pipes and like this like really like gross looking bathroom and in the middle of the room it's like a dead body with a tape recorder and a saw and it's like they can't cut through the uh they can't take the saws to cut through like the the uh their, their their chains the only thing that they can cut through is their foot so it's like all right how badly do we want to escape no yeah <laughs> Remember, uh, I don't know, it's made me think of when, remember the movie Truth or Dare? Uh, I know of it, I haven't yeah. seen it, though. So, first of all, I remember reading an article where Lucy Hale was saying, like, how this movie was different because you really feel for these characters. And I just kind of snapped. I'm like, <laughs> this movie is different because it's doing the job of a movie? I, like, lost my mind. But also, yeah. um... Every time people, whenever they, before the, before it comes out and they say that it's different, it usually isn't. It's usually them just trying to make it different and it's not. <laughs> but anyway, um, we, on our old, on the other movie reel, on our old show, we would sometimes play like a, like music or something from YouTube and guess what? Commercials. And it was a commercial for Truth or Dare. And yeah. it's on, we were on live and then I think on air like from the commercial it was for truth or dare and it was what does it want you to do sleep with lucas and i like 
cut cut it really quick but it was too late <laughs> it was already out and we were both just i i feel like we were more laughing than I, yeah, oh it no was just, it, was, it was just really funny it's like oh no they said a thing <laughs> but <laughs> i don't i don't know it made me think of that which that movie i i don't know if i want it to me even when they're bad horror movies are they're still like a horror movie even if it's crappy yeah. i still get creeped out like i mean there, there's a couple like bad horror movies like that are the so happening really fun. Like, the happening's terrible i know it's terrible but the oh, panic okay. the panic everybody is like that's what that's what stresses me out yeah but <laughs> like, no like but if you get like movies like uh like wolf cop it, it is just, <laughs> no that is a real movie we're watching it, it. Is, it next is week hilarious. guys wolf cop oh my god all right fine you I heard mean, it here first folks we're actually, watching wolf cop i mean maybe if we can find it okay i don't know <laughs> uh yeah but no uh, a movie that i kind of want to do um and it's like one of the movies that i've gotten a recommendation for uh quite a bit is the turning now i saw this in theaters with my girlfriend and <laughs> i was expecting this movie to be scary? pretty fun I, I i was expecting it to be like kind of scary and it's like it's got Finn Wolfhart in it, and I absolutely love him. He he's mm-hmm. the the guy who played um Mike uh, on Stranger Mike, Things. Yep, yeah, yeah, Mike on Stranger Things. Um, he is a phenomenal actor in this movie. He is by far the best thing about this entire movie. Now, I I don't know if you're ever gonna see it, so I'm gonna kind of do like a mini review of it right now, just real Bye. quick. That this movie the the entire movie is uh, Finn and his sister are like two like orphan kids uh living in like this like crazy mansion and they're more or less being raised by like this um like their maid who who is like pretty much like taking care of them since Alfred like their parents style? died kind of yeah um and so they hired this nanny who's kind of going to be like the private tutor for like the little girl and a bunch of like weird like supernatural stuff's going on it's like okay this is kind of funny and they they kind of like allude to the fact that it's like oh like the the last uh nanny left without saying a word no one's seen or heard from her since and the uh the oh we took care of our uh stable boy because he was a uh, uh drunk and wouldn't leave uh the other nanny alone and they keep alluding to the fact that um there's like a ghost here and it's the ghost of the the stable hand who like may or may not have like raped or had like uh or like did something to the previous nanny and then killed her. Not um, cool. Yeah, not cool. Um, but they also keep trying to like make you think that the like the current nanny is going crazy because her mother isn't like a like a mental institution because she's like completely crazy and they keep making you think that is this actually happening or is this all in the nanny's head? And it just keeps mounting up to that and it gets to like the climax of the movie where it's like, Oh no, there's actually a ghost. And like the ghost is like trying to like kill her and like trying to like mess with the kids. And like Finn is like been like a complete ass to her the entire time. It's like, get out of here. Like you don't belong here. Like this is my house. You don't belong here. And just like messing with her, like mentally and like, like spying on her and just doing like a bunch of like really creepy stuff that is like slowly kind of like breaking her down. Uh, but like she eventually like convinces him like no like how long until he like goes after your sister and is like all right fine so he like she like gets both of those kids out of there and we find out that that entire climax was all happening inside her head 
and then the next 10 minutes of the movie completely erases like any form of like suspense or urgency in the movie by making you think that the entire time this nanny has just gone insane and this she just finally snapped and then nothing comes of that so she's insane so it's kind of like shutter island yeah but Shutter Island was fun. This, this, this the, the, <laughs> Shutter Island was good. Yeah. yeah, Shutter Island was good because you didn't know that. This entire movie, they like keep... Oh, oh maybe she's crazy. Oh, think, oh, maybe, but then yeah. she is. Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah, it, it was. It was just the entire like last 10 minutes of this movie completely like erases the urgency or any like mounting tension or they pretty much just like make her it's like oh we need to get out of here we need to get out of here it's like what are you talking about it's like you saw the ghost here too like what are you talking about and she's literally like jumping at her own shadows and she like breaks down and cries it's like oh we need to get out of here she's broken just like your doll because she like actually dropped the little girl's doll and that's how the movie ends ah it's like this this is garbage uh, I absolutely hated that movie, and uh, do not go see that. I, I, we literally left that movie, and at the time, um, it had a thirteen percent on Rotten Tomato. <laughs> so low. It's like it's like oh my god! I knew it was. I, I, I kind of have expected this movie. It's like this is probably going to be an okay movie. I was not expecting it to be that bad because, like, up until like the last ten minutes. The movie's pretty solid. It's it's a pretty good supernatural haunted house movie. And then you get the last ten minutes. If they edited out the like last ten minutes, that movie would have been fine. That was like the movie The Tourist with uh Johnny Depp and Angelina Jolie. Oh yeah. And then the ending, which has um has um it was like kind of okay, okay. And then there was this major twist and we're like, What? Like, yeah, was, I, I haven't seen that, but I remember my cousin talking about that, like, a, a fair I just remember amount. I was, at the time, I was just so obsessed with Johnny Depp that I'm like, my my friend, I'm like, we gotta go see this. We gotta go see The Tourist. But it wasn't, it was, we should do one on it, because it's it's a, I, I haven't seen it since. Yeah, um, I, I do, I do want to see that, yeah. Um, just thinking, we should do, at some point, after Wolf Cop, we should do a month <laughs> where we do only cop, so, like, RoboCop. Wolf cop, oh, samurai I'm cop. I'm down. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, so I guess we kind of have the next lineup for the next couple episodes. So Maybe. stay tuned, folks. <laughs> um, but yeah. Or uh, do we? we? Like, yeah. Yeah. But uh, if you guys are watching this on YouTube, like leave a like, subscribe, comment on what other movies you guys want us to do. Uh, if you guys are watching it other ways. Apple, uh, same iTunes. thing. Um, yeah. on itunes uh, i don't think you can comment on spotify yeah um if you're watching it on a for- platform where you can comment or leave a suggestion or like it please do all those things we appreciate it and it helps us grow um yeah like i saw on spotify we have a i don't know if we have a listener or had a listener in the netherlands which i'm like oh wow oh well we're, thank we're you one person in the netherlands we we appreciate you all right uh i'm samantha tomlinson i'm kevin tracy And this has been Movie Reel. Till next time, folks. Bye.